SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identified women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. By making a stop for a moment, poetry gives us an opportunity to think about ourselves as human beings on this planet and what we mean to each other. Rita Dove. Welcome to SheQuest podcast series titled Poetry as Healer. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. These next series of podcast shows are titled Poetry as Healer, a transformative way to heal. I hope you use this short radio show as a self-exploration tool for personal growth. Being on a SheQuest is striving to live aware, bold, and whole. This month, we explore and dive deep in the magic of poetry. For me, that means sharing with you my love of poetry and how I came about to believe that poetry can not only empower, but help us connect with the transformative and therapeutic way of healing. In this podcast, I explore how reading poetry and making poetry can deepen and improve our mindfulness practice. Yes, I'm so guilty of bringing quotes, poems, and book excerpts into my yoga class only because poems have acted as catalysts, intentions, and touchstones in my own self-healing journey. They've helped me. So I figured they might help you. (laughs) This episode is greatly inspired by an article by the author of John Fox and his essay called Poetry Therapy, Creativity, and the Practice of Mindfulness. Truth be told, I had never heard the words combined poetry therapy, but it blew my mind so much that I decided to make a whole month's team at SheQuest. And oh, don't remember, SheQuest membership stores open again in September. I cannot wait for you to cross the doors and enter the gates of wonders. We always start with the soul inquiry, what makes you feel alive today. And today, what makes me feel alive is a vigorous yoga practice, the perfect self-tanner. And yes, summer makes me feel alive. Okay, so I want to start by saying that I was one of those kids that, you know, read entire novels by the age of eight years old. Anne of Green Gable was my jam. (laughs) And from then on, I knew that books would offer me solace and fill my imagination with with real and fictional stories. But since that original Anne of Green Gables, I believe there's like seven other novels that followed. I knew, like, I love words and I love poetry. To relieve my teenage angst, I remember writing poetry. I was a sad sight back then, smoking cigarettes, drinking my coffees, and journaling slash writing poetry. But I know now why I read and wrote it, because it it helped. (laughs) 
And perhaps some of us are more inclined with words and books and some, and, and that's okay. But all I know is that even back then, writing poetry held for me a safe container where I could reflect, discern, and start considering my emotions over whatever heartbreak or tragedy I was going through back then. I remember your tragedies and your heartbreak back when you were in your early 20s. Oh, yeah. But nonetheless, you know, that's why I tell that story because that's where poetry gets to be empowering. Since by reading it or making it, I acknowledge my hurt. I'm aware of my mental slash emotional slash physical slash spiritual state. And I have my truth being reflected right back at me. In that way, poetry releases trauma, releases pain, and releases heaviness from the body and supports healthy connection with the full spectrum of life. Pausing this ever-expanding conversation to let you know that I've heard you loud and clear. Not everyone likes subscriptions and be tied up in memberships, and I totally get that. This month, you are finally able to partake in single-handed programs and workshops originally only available through the Art and Yoga Channel Access. Finally, pick and choose the offering that's right for you. Make a one-time investment and access online for two months at a time. Visit EstelleThompson.com. That's E-S-T-E-L-L-E-T-H-O-M-S-O-M.com to check my a la carte art and yoga offerings and begin your journey into the ever-evolving creative and yogic lifestyle you've always wanted. You're welcome. Now back to our chat. Visiting my dad in my late teens in California, I found this perfect little coffee shop called Claire de Lune, where they had open mic there every Tuesday. Oh, I loved it. Self-expression and being witnessed by a community at its best. It also kind of helped that they were all strangers. <laughs> I would even read my poems sometimes in French and people would love it. And that's the thing with poetry, whatever is said, you know, the essence is one of beauty and ache, the crusts of human condition. So what I know for sure is that, you know, going to that poetry reading helped me foster my self-awareness. And moreover, it was a kind of self-care day for me. It boosted my resiliency and I, because I look forward to it too, which really, really helped. Not too long ago, I went on social media and asked if any of you would read a poem or a piece of writing that's changed your life, that has been a touchstone and helped you cross over something. I thought of asking because there's nothing more powerful than reading or hearing something when you you just you need to hear it the most. <laughs> kind of a bit of a conscious look, if you will. 
So here is what some of you sent along. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the really this powerful reading by you, the listeners. Sitting, waiting, again. Same old posters, magazines, pink institutional walls, waiting for this doctor. I see him through the crack. He's reading my chart, my story. He's a stranger, an unknown to me. He's in charge. I am in charge. We are partners. Does he know this? He, with his knowledge, his confidence. Me, alone, tired, vulnerable. But wait, I have everything he needs to do his job if only he asks the right questions hi my name is tiffany and i'm from moncton new brunswick i'm going to share a poem that i first heard during a yoga class and it's by dana folds it's called let it go let go of the ways you thought life would unfold the holding of plans or dreams or expectations let it all go save your strength to swim with the tide The choice to fight what is here before you now will only result in struggle, fear, and desperate attempts to flee from the very energy you long for. Let it go. Let it all go and flow with the grace that washes through your days, whether you receive it gently or with all your quills raised to defend against invaders. Take this on faith. The mind may never find the explanations that it seeks, but you will move forward nonetheless. Let go and the wave's crest will carry you to unknown shores beyond your wildest dreams or expectations. Let it all go and find the place of rest and peace and certain transformation. Hello, my name is Megan Sheehy and I live in Bootlears Point, Nova Scotia. The poem I wanted to share with you is called The Love That We Need by Hayes Carl. And it's actually a really beautiful song. And uh, I'm sure that my reading of it will do zero justice so please do check it out five or six years ago um, my ex and I decided to end a long-term relationship and afterwards we both uh, heard this song and felt that the lyrics just every single line perfectly described our experience in that relationship and for me that was really important during that time afterwards because I had to leave this beautiful home we built together in this amazing community that I had grown incredibly attached to and I was grieving so much at the time and I was just so sad and having to chart my life completely over again and I guess hearing the lyrics of this song and knowing that if I could hear the words of a song like this and feel they describe my relationship that it just really validated the decision to to end it and move on. Uh, (laughs) It's a happy ending in the end because um, we both there's a line in the song that said it's that we've got the life that we wanted and not the love that we need and I think we both have the love that we need and the lives that we want now so it's a happy ending and as Estelle said I, I hope that maybe there is a person out there who needs to hear this song today or whenever you're listening to that to this podcast and that it helps you in the in the way that it did me so here we go The Love That We Need by Hayes Carl. You say I love you, I say me too. We don't think much about it, it's just a thing that we do. We go out walking, we don't talk much. 
We lie down together, but our hearts never touch. Baby, it's a hard way. It's an eternity. Got the life that we wanted, not the love that we need. We never go to bed angry, because we never fight. Yeah, we never go crazy in the middle of the night. We could stay here forever, just holding on. We both had our reasons, but our reasons are gone. Baby, it's a hard way. It's an eternity. Got the life that we wanted, not the love that we need. In our hearts we knew better, but we couldn't let go. Now it's time to quit hiding what we've always known. If something was missing, we were too scared to look, too busy telling our stories instead of writing the book. Baby, it's a hard way. It's an eternity. Got the life that we wanted, not the love that we need. And hopefully those lyrics are, are correct, but if uh, you have a listen to the song, then you'll definitely get the most accurate version. Thanks so much. Hope this helps. Hello, my name is Heather Sampson. One of my favorite poets is Cleo Wade, and in her book, Where to Begin, this is part of a long poem that comprises most of the book's content. I ask the world to put a stop to hatred, but do I show up with love for not only those I know, but for those I do not know? Do I show up with love for those whose ideas conflict with my own? I ask the world to end suffering, but do I show up for those who are suffering on my street corner? We say to the world, please change, we need change. But how do we show up to change our own lives? How do we show up to change the lives of people in our own communities? James Baldwin said, everything now we must assume is in our hands. We have no right to assume otherwise. And this has always been true. Hi, my name is Jane Riley and I am going to read a poem that I actually wrote myself. It has really helped me and I reflect on it a lot um, on my healing journey. So here it is. That great loss permeated my soul, transformed me, ripped me into pieces, reluctantly forcing me to shed my skin. It picked apart my flesh, down to my bones until there was nothing more left to sustain me and I was nothing and then everything birthed again never the same it is clear to me there is no great expansion without first a great loss and I am more grateful for having had it wow so incredible. Thank you to everyone and anyone who send their poems and songs along. So to create a relationship with any poem, it needs to act like a mirror that speaks to us somehow. For example, right after I lost my son, Tommy, I stumbled upon the poems of E. Cummings, which I had never read before, but somehow it got onto my eyes. And it read like this. I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. I am never without it. Anywhere I go, you go, my dear. And whatever is done by only me is your doing, my darling. I fear no fate, for you are my fate, my sweet. I want no world, for beautiful you are my world, my true. 
And it's you are whatever a moon has always meant and whatever a sun will always sing is you. Here is the deepest secret nobody knows. Here is the root of the root and the bud of the bud and the sky of the sky of a tree called life, which grows higher than soul can hope or mind can hide. And this is the wonder that's keeping the stars apart. I carry your heart. I carry it in my heart. You know, this poem went far beyond what I was reading about grief and put it in a contest that made sense to me and grounded me. Not only that, I acquired a wider understanding of grief and in that way, it really caused relief. Another poem that's really dear to me is Wild Geese by Mary Oliver. And it goes like this. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese high in the clean blue air are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. Ugh, if this is in the language of soul, I don't know what is. The metaphors are so poignant here that I made my own painting out of it and an oracle card in the she deck to boot. If I give myself permission when I read poetry, I am fully in the moment. When I listen to a poem being read, I can listen deeply, not just with my ears, but with my whole being. Looking, listening, and making poetry all can improve our mindfulness exponentially since it helps us slow down. It helps us reflect and integrate. So try this, you know, this week as your grounding technique. Has there been a poem in your life that has been a touchstone and helped you cross over something? Read it again. Let everything slow down. I'm super proud to have partnered with Hippie, a Canadian skincare company, and offering you 30% off all their products. I've been using Hippie Groovy Glow Pore Hustler and Jomo Mask, and I've completely fell in love with this not only natural clean, but sulfate-free, alcohol-free, and did I say Canadian product? Hippie's mission is to simplify your skincare routine and bring practical, effective solutions to your moody skin. Their belief is that feeling beautiful in your own skin is a right, not a privilege. Hippie's offering SheQuest podcast listener. 30% off with the coupon SheQuest30. Go to www.hippies, that's H I 
pbees.com and claim your 30% off any product in their shop today. That's SheQuest 30, S-H-E-Q-U-E-S-T 30. I'm really excited to bring this mindful and sustainable plant-based skincare in the SheQuest family. Enjoy glowing skin. Bye. Who's your favorite poet? I have so many. Maya Angelou, Leonard Cohen, Mark Nepo, Mary Oliver, E. Cummings, Nair Wahid, Rupi Kaur. There's so many. I hope you found one. And I hope you get into reading and slowing down. Giving a voice to your truth always and forever. Knowing self-expression is medicine. I love you lots. Bye. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.